Rolf Harris is facing a new sex attack claim. Yeah, let's get some more on this. Our entertainment editor, Peter Ford, is with us. Hi, Pete. Um, what do we know? Well, what we know is that these are allegations and what we know, this is a civil case. So a woman has come forward and she's claimed that in 1982 she was a ward of the state and she was at a school camp and she's made claims that she was sexually assaulted by Rolf Harris at that school camp. Now, she says, the story goes, that he was performing at the school camp for two consecutive nights. Uh, that does seem rather extraordinary. At the time, very easy to forget, Rolf Harris was a big name star and it seems odd he would be performing at a school camp in fact that same year was the year he performed at the AFL grand final and also the Commonwealth Games in Brisbane so uh, now she is pursuing this claim against him and also against the state of Victoria and also against the welfare agency who were putting into foster care homes and there's also a timing issue here because there were reports late last year that Rolf Harris was pretty much on his deathbed. So if indeed it comes back and they say he's non-compass mentis, meaning he can't participate and defend himself, I'm of, of the belief they are still going to pursue the case against the estate of Rolf Harris. And if indeed Rolf does die before the case gets into court, they intend to pursue it anyway. So it's a fairly extraordinary story and Morris Blackburn are doing it. They researched it all for two years before taking it on and they are of the belief that their case is absolutely solid. Papers are yet to be served on Rolf in London. Interesting though, you said like he was a huge name at the time. You know, hard to imagine he was at a school camp, but then if they've put two yeah. years working, that would have been the first thing that you could either prove exactly. or disprove whether yeah. he was there. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. He was certainly in the state of Victoria at that time. Uh, it seems odd to me that, that he would be at a school camp for two days, but then again, he may have gone there for the you know most uh, hideous of reasons. So time will tell how okay. this does play out. Yeah, okay, more to come on that. Moving on. Now, Ed Sheeran fans have been left upset now. This is, uh, there's a bit of chaos getting into his show last night in Melbourne. Yeah, at the MCG, he broke a record, 105,000 people. Tonight he'll break his own record with 107,000 people. But there were thousands of people who had enormous difficulty getting in because the app wasn't working. You know, the tickets on their phones, it just wasn't registering. Thankfully, there is a plan B, but the plan B is very time consuming. It gets the audience angry before they even walk into the arena. Now, actually, there was a similar thing with Ticketek last year in Sydney at the Dua Lipa concert, again, where a similar thing happened, where the app just wasn't registering and people got really angry. Performers would not like this. You don't want the punters arriving in a bad mood before they even get there. So Ticketek have really got to get their act together on this because it's happened in Melbourne before. Clearly, we're never going to go back to the days of holding tickets up and having them ripped in half. Those days are gone, but we have to perfect this system for yeah. the future. Now, the concert, by the way, though, was absolutely sensational. Everybody is raving about it. You know, Ed really delivers, and last night he gave special shout-outs to the late Michael Gudinski, and also a, a really special shout-out to his old mate Shane Warne. Shane's kids were there, and in fact, they posted up to their social media. As Ed was talking about that friendship, there's there's one of the oh, pictures they put up. Isn't nice. that a great thrill for those kids? And how yeah. honourable is is you know Ed to want to have those kids there and embrace them and give them a great night out? And he talked about the song The A-Team, which he sang, and he dedicated to Shane. Here's some of the vision that Shane's kids have put up to their social media. Being in the MCG tonight and not having my friend Shane Warner here to, to watch this, this is a, a song that we first bonded over because I met him 
on this album campaign. This venue is like really, really special to him. And this one's for Shane and his kids. Thank you so much for coming tonight. So the MCG again tonight is going to be 107,000 very happy people. Yeah, yeah, lots so much going on on stages nice. around the country. It's yeah. great stuff. Uh, Kate Blanchett has been recognised in an incredible way, Pete. Yeah, time of, cover of time and, and the women of the year. Now, this is a great, wouldn't you love to have that up on your, you know, show, in your showroom there to, to show people. I made the cover of time. <laughs> and uh, these days, in the old days, there would be one, you know, hard copy magazine. There'd be one person on the cover. What they can do now is they can actually give it to 11, 12 different people, Kate being one of them. The only other actor to get it into this group of women of the year was Angela Bassett. There's a lot of other extraordinary women on that list as well but great for Kate at the moment particularly as she's in the last days of lobbying for that Oscar voting closes in a couple of days time so to get onto the cover of time is a nice reminder to people about how good she is in that movie Tar so congratulations to Kate Blanchett in Times Women of the Year yeah an amazing feat thanks Pete we'll check you later